Welcome, y'all, to the Osage County, Oklahoma podcast. We promise to keep it entertaining, and we guarantee the smiles are always free. I'm your host, Kelly Bland, and I can't wait for you to meet the guest we have today. Let's get started. Are you ready to do a podcast, Bob? I am ready. All right. Welcome, everyone. This is Kelly Bland with Osage County Tourism, and this is the Osage in It podcast. And it is my pleasure to be sitting out here with Mr. Bob Frazier out here at Woolerock. Welcome, Bob. So thankful you could join me today. Absolutely. We're glad to have you, and what a beautiful place to, to visit with you. Oh, I know. We're sitting out here on the screened-in porch of the lodge. So let's start this off just a little bit. Um, Woolerock. It's got some history out here. You're the king of the history out here. Why don't you start off by telling everyone how it got its name and okay. a little bit about the history of Woolerock. Well, there's a whole lot of history at Woolerock. The The name itself comes from the words woods, lakes, and rocks. Um, we've got a whole lot of all three of those things out here, so the, so the name fits perfectly. Um, it started, Mr. Phillips uh, built the lodge home. Uh, that was the first part of, of uh, the whole development. Uh, back in 1925. The reason he built it was because back in the early 20s, Mr. Phillips was spending about half his time here in the Bartlesville office and half his time in New York City. And he was being entertained constantly in New York City. And he wanted to be able to reciprocate. So he and Jane, his wife, um, spent about a year and a half looking out on the East Coast uh, Connecticut, Long Island, different places for existing homes or a place to build a home um, so that they could entertain people. Uh, he didn't find anything to his liking. Uh, he didn't find anything that fit him. He owned this property. He knew about this property and he decided to build his lodge home here. It was absolutely a stroke of genius because um, over the next 20 years they entertained so many people and he built it for uh, for business, he built it for business entertainment, and uh, he often said if he could get a man to Willowrock, he could sign any deal, and he signed a lot of deals <laughs> here at Willowrock. But you know, you think about it, even in the 20s and the 30s, he was bringing people here from the West Coast, from the East Coast, um, some from overseas, and, and they were seeing something they had never seen before. I mean, this was the Wild West, and and he played it up. I mean, he would do things like fake a robbery at the front gate and, and have guys uh, on horseback get them out of their cars and rob them of their wallets <laughs> and everything else. Um, so, I mean, he played it for all it was worth, but uh, uh, it, it was a very successful venture for him. And so, it, um, and, and in, in that vein, I don't think there's anything I enjoy more than today, Conico Phillips or Phillips 66, they'll host a a dinner party out here. Uh, they'll have uh, their clients that are in from the West Coast or East Coast or overseas. Uh, we'll have cocktails in the living room and then retire to the to the dining room for a dinner. And I sit there and watch it and I think, you know, it's been 90 years and the purpose of this has not changed at all. Same things going on. Deals are still being made. Amazing. Mr. Phillips would definitely have a smile on his face. Well, and it's my treat today to be sitting here at the lodge with you out on the screened-in porch. One of the times that Bob gave me a tour here, not only did we see Jane's bedroom, which has pictures of famous people mm -hmm. from all walks of life in there, but there's a card uh, above the front doors. Uh, I think it's maybe the Queen of Spades mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. there. Uh, yes. How'd that card get there, Bob? Well, you're back in the... 
20s and 30s, um, there, there was a world-famous magician, and he was sort of the David Copperfield of his time, and, and Mr. Phillips hosted a, a big party out here, and, uh, and he invited uh, the magician to come out and entertain the, the guests, and he did uh, all evening long. And at the very end of the evening, um, he announced he had one final trick and he was standing right by the front doors and he invited Mrs. Phillips to, st to come forward and she did. And he reached into his coat pocket and he pulled out a brand new deck of cards and it had never been unwrapped. And so he unwraps it, takes the jokers out of it, shuffles it, shuffles it, shuffles it, fans them out to Mrs. Phillips and says, draw a card. She does and he says, show it to the crowd. And it's the queen of, of spades. And um, she shows it to everybody. He says, put it back in the deck. She puts it back in the deck. He shuffles, shuffles, shuffles. And then he twirls around and hurls that entire deck of cards against the wall above the door. And the queen of spades stuck right there above the door. And oh it's still right there right now. So oh, yeah, my goodness. That's an just, amazing story. I call that the magic of Willarock. So yeah. it's perfect. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the museum. You've got 50,000 square feet of amazing in there. What tell, tell our listeners about that. Best thing to know about the museum is it came as an afterthought. He didn't come out here and build the lodge home with the idea of, you know, I'm going to build a museum. Um, he built this in 25, and in 1928, he sponsored an airplane that entered the Dole Pineapple Race that flew from San Francisco to Hawaii. It had never been done before. Uh, there were nine uh, planes in the race, and he named that plane the Woolerock, and the Woolerock won the race. Only two planes even finished the race. Several people died in the, in the process. Um, so after uh, the plane wins, uh, it barnstorms the country for about a year or so, uh, advertising aviation fuel, and then it comes back here. Well, he's got to put it someplace. And so he tells his ranch hands, build him a, a hangar up there on the hillside. So they build him a hangar out of sandstone, because that's what we've got plenty of. And that is the first room of the museum. Wow. Um, so if you walk in the dome room, that was the last room built uh, during their lifetime. They built that in 47. But you walk into the dome room and turn to the right. That first room you walk into, that's the hangar. And, uh, and so he put the airplane in there. And then he was starting to collect uh, more and more uh, art, pottery, uh, bronzes, etc., uh, Native American blankets, and um, as he was collecting it, he was putting it in the hangar up there. And before long, he didn't have enough room, and so he added on another room, and he kept pushing that airplane further back, <laughs> further back, further back. <laughs> By the time we're through, we got 50,000 square feet. So uh, it's an incredible, incredible collection. Christie's of New York, uh, we've had the opportunity to have them here several times, and they're, they're, we've got a great relationship, and they're dear friends. Um, they estimate the value of, of the whole collection to be somewhere around 300 to 500 million dollars. Oh my goodness. So it's, um, it, it, people say it's a really nice collection. It's a lot more than that. Wow. It's a lot more. It's really, truly one of the finest collections in the world of Southwest art. Well, everything at Willow Rock is truly world class. Um, I have never spoken to a single visitor out here that wasn't just amazed and impressed with nice. their jaw dropping. And so, Y'all got some plans coming yes, up in do. the future. Tell us about that. Well, um, across from the museum sits the Heritage Center. Um, and the Heritage Center, going back a little bit further, the south end of that Heritage, Heritage Center is the uh, Frank Phillips' horse barn. Uh, he built that in 1926, kept his horses there, 
uh, road horses out here constantly. So in 1970, uh, they added on to it, added a theater, and it became the Y Indian Guide Center. Um, and it was really well used for a period of time, especially in the 70s. But since then, the use has declined a lot. Um, our theater, which was okay in 1970 before there was an ADA, uh, became very difficult because you go in and you had to go downstairs to enter the seating and it was just not very appropriate. Uh, so for we've spent almost five years trying to decide exactly what do we want to create mm -hmm. out of that building. The one thing I wanted to do was build a welcome center, uh, a place that you could actually arrive at Willow Rock, find out the story, find out where I need to go next. Um, that building seemed like the perfect spot for me. And uh, so we worked on plans after plans, and uh, we are so excited about what we're doing because we're completely gutting the interior. We're returning that horse barn back to the horse barn. Oh, wow. Um, and it's, it's just going to be tremendous. We'll have tack gear up. We'll have saddles. We'll have uh, Native American blankets hanging. And it'll be a gathering space. Uh, picture just big leather sofas and chairs a couple little theater areas where four or five people can watch a film about Willow Rock. Um, and then what used to be the theater will be leveled, and uh, so it's the same, uh, same height as the main building. And we're moving the Buffalo Haunt inside there. So we'll have a cafe inside uh, the building so we don't have to worry about weather. Uh, it'll seat about 56 people. We're going to open up the walls so as you're sitting there you have one view of the front of the museum the other side you'll be looking out on the walking trails nice. uh, the, the dome will still be above you and um, i think it's just going to be a little bit of fantastic well it looked fantastic when you sent me the plans the yeah. other day that's amazing it's it, we're really fired up about it so an and estimated a, time to complete when's it the the uh, builder says april 1 so i'm saying may 1. okay uh, just to be on the safe side but they're up there working away have been every day the last two weeks and um, and so that's that's really neat and uh, you know even though it doesn't sound very uh, exciting we're also adding a, a lot of restrooms inside there so we have so many kids that come on buses first place they want to go is the restroom and so that means they go to the museum we really would rather have them uh, elsewhere to to uh, take care of that so um, that'll do that and with a little bit of a teaser, hopefully within the next two or three weeks, we've got another major, major announcement to make uh, in addition to the Welcome Center. So we'll save that for the next podcast. Okay. Hey. All right. So Willow Rock is known for their art event. You're known for doing Kids Fest, but you've got a signature event out here that I get to come to this September called mm -hmm. Cow Thieves and Outlaws. Yes. Give us a little info and backstory on that one. That is the epitome of Frank Phillips. It started in 1927. Uh, it's exactly what the name says, Calthies and Outlaws Reunion. He invited the business people of the area, law enforcement, uh, Native American Indians, and Frank knew a lot of the outlaws in this part of the country, and, uh, and he invited them, and they came. And, uh, <laughs> and he had two rules at the party. Uh, one was that everybody had to check their guns at the front gate, and the second one was that uh, they had amnesty for 24 hours. And so... Uh, we actually have pictures of the sheriff with his arm around the bank robber that he'd been chasing for two or three months. And, oh, my uh, goodness. And he couldn't do a thing about it, and they, they gave them a certain amount of time to flee after the party uh, before the chase could start again. So um, they did that for a lot of years. Um, 
that's brokering a deal right there. That is brokering a deal, yeah. and only Frank could do that. You we know, could so. use a little of Frank today. Oh, we could use a lot of Frank today, yes. <laughs> but uh, so we, um, we kicked that party back into high gear about 15 years ago. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely biased, but I think it's the best party in the state of Oklahoma. It's, we'll have close to 1,000 people. Uh, we have a couple bands. We have four restaurants. We have a fireworks uh, show that is second to none, um, and uh, it's and we got a, our fair share of outlaws still. So you know, that's, <laughs> we like to keep it real. Um, <laughs> that's so, probably how I got invited. <laughs> no, 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 no. So it's September 26th down at Clyde Lake, and uh, we're excited and ready to go. Well, I'm excited to get to come. Absolutely. Um, another thing, I want to commend you. Uh, uh, you know, I wrote an article and called you a top hand in it. I saw that, yes. But uh, you did story time with Bob. You told a lot of history on Wooler Rock on your Facebook page during the time of the pandemic when everything mm-hmm. was kind of shut down. Those were amazing. You've got this Thank iconic you. voice. Y'all going to keep those up? Uh, are they on your website anywhere? Is there a place where people could go click on those and hear those? We need to put them on the website. I don't think we've done that yet. That, remind me to tell Casey to make sure she does that. Okay. But uh, um, we are going to continue to do them. Maybe not as often as we did during that period of time, but, but uh, the feedback that we've had from people has really surprised us it's been so positive and uh, and we've enjoyed doing it and uh, we you know we tried to show every little hidden secret that people maybe don't get to see on on a regular basis but uh, it's been fun and and um, and we read some children's books uh, uh, to the kids and to mom and dads <laughs> probably but um, but it's it, it has been very enjoyable um, you know it, it's been a very very difficult time um, for everybody and uh, and it's going to continue for a while um but we were able i mean you know we're blessed by the fact that we got 3700 acres out here we're we're in the wide open spaces and and we at least were able to take this time and and try to do something positive out of it um you know we even when we were closed to the public uh, we opened up uh on some wednesdays just for a free drive-through you couldn't even get out of the car uh, people were begging to use the restroom. We had, I'm sorry, you can't. <laughs> you cannot get out. Um, but the biggest crowd we had ever had at Woolerock in a single day was 4,200 people. Uh, the first Wednesday we opened it up for the free drive-through, we had 8,100 guests out here. I saw pictures of that. It backed up down the highway, it people was, waiting to get in. It was unbelievable. And if you if you want to have some some faith in mankind, there you go. We had people backed up halfway to Bartlesville, halfway to Barnstall. Four highway patrolmen on their own, we didn't call them, they came, <laughs> they helped guide traffic, stop traffic, move traffic. We had people that were scared, frustrated, maybe had lost their jobs, had an f- mm-hmm. opportunity for a free drive-through. They donated $7,500 to Woolerock on that day. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Oh my word. Unbelievable. And so, it, it, was, it was, talk about a win-win thing. I mean, it, it was... Uh, helpful we think to the public obviously uh but you know what it did for us i mean it was just it was just such a neat feeling to be able to feel like you reached out and 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 touched people in that manner so um we were lucky and you know people say all the time uh gosh you got the best job in the world and all this you know look at what i got to work with i know i mean it's a little piece of heaven out here so um it's uh 
it makes it easy sometimes to do those kind of I things. I feel the same way about marketing Osage yeah. County to tourism. It's like it's easy to sell ice cream. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Amen. You're right. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know if you can answer it or not, but I know as a CEO out here, you have access to some different things that, you know, the public doesn't get to see a mm-hmm. lot. What's What's one of your favorite things out here that maybe not everyone knows about? Well, let's see. Gosh, there's still several of them. Um, you know, just going outside the main grounds of the ranch, um, you know, we've got nine or ten uh, good-sized lakes that are out here, and, and being able to drive around those, that's that's enjoyable. Um, you know, spending some quiet time over at the mausoleum uh, where Frank and Jane are uh, were laid to rest. Uh, you go inside that, and it is absolutely amazing. Uh, just built in a hill, hillside. Uh, 24 inch concrete walls uh, Italian marble uh, and you know tile throughout it heating and air condition telephone inside oh I mean <laughs> what's the phone for <laughs> I think Frank just thought maybe maybe <laughs> there could be business later um, but but it is it, it's an incredible place and and um, um, for for uh, several years it was open to the public uh, it hasn't been now for about 20 years, but uh, uh, we don't open it to the public because Mr. Phillips, one, one thing about him is, is that he left really good instructions for anything that he wanted done. He made it very clear what he wanted, and he's intentionally built that mausoleum to where uh, it's right where he wanted it to be, and it was far enough away from the public. I don't think he ever had any intention of, of the public walking through his mausoleum. Right. And uh, so we maintain it. We keep it clean. When the family comes to town from time to time, we always are available to, to obviously take them through there. But um, that that's a that's, that's a special neat. place. I'm, and heck, I'm such a nut about things. I can go down to the basement underneath the museum and have a field day just because there's old stuff that's been down there for 90 years, 100 years, um, and just. You know, you talk about going down rabbit holes. It's like, what'd you get accomplished today? Nothing. I haven't. <laughs> I've been sitting in the basement just going through these boxes. So, um, That's but uh, and you know, you were talking about Jane's bedroom uh, earlier, and she's got hundreds and hundreds of photographs on the wall, and that's the way it was when she lived here. And those were people that she liked that stayed here, and um, if she liked you well enough, she asked you to send her back a photograph, and. Um, if you fell out of favor with Jane, your picture could come down off the wall. And um, uh, about nine or ten years ago, we found in storage a box that had those that had come down. <laughs> and <coughs> we put them right back where we found them because there were several people that still had Bartlesville connections. And um, I didn't want people to find out that grandfather was not wall worthy. So oh, we no. just put them right back where we found them. But. Yeah, there's just, you know, every place you turn around, there's just incredible history. I describe the lodge primarily and the heyday of when Frank and Jane were entertaining out here. Um, it, it was it was a, literally um, the great Gatsby of the Midwest. Um, you know, yeah, I've was, seen Will Rogers' picture. Yeah. And Will Rogers was here so often, he would entertain when Frank and Jane were gone. Uh, he just made himself he, a yeah, He'd be the host uh, when he would be out here. So um, it was it was a who's who of business, of sports, of entertainment. Um, presidents. Presidents, yep. Harry Truman, he was a senator at the time. Herbert Hoover was here. Uh, Elliot Roosevelt, son of Franklin Roosevelt, uh, was a guest here many, many times. 
John Ringling North, uh, Harry Sinclair, uh, J. Paul Getty, John Rockefeller. I mean, it goes on and on. Well, and, and on even and on. today, Willa Rock attracts people from leadership like the lieutenant governor. You know, yeah, and, and things exactly. Like yeah. And the movies that we've had lately, um, you know, we uh, had uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner uh, when they were still married uh, <laughs> with their kids. Uh, we uh, had a private dinner for, for them in the lodge. Um, and so uh, we've had Julie Roberts here. We've had lots of them. So it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And when they throw a party out here, you definitely want to be on the guest list. You don't oh, yeah. want to miss it. Yeah, it's you want to be on the A list for that one. That's that's yeah. absolutely for yeah. sure. Yep. Kind of wall worthy and yes, words. absolutely wall worthy. You're wall worthy. Yeah, See? thank you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, out here at Wooler Rock, they have a petting zoo in addition to the museum, mm-hmm. and it's also an event venue where weddings can take place. Right. And so. Um, I just want to encourage you, when you are in Osage County or close, you want to put Woolarock on your list of places to come for a visit. Bob, why don't you tell them how to get in contact with you, where to find information about You betcha. Uh, our website is www.woolarock.org, um, and you can contact us at uh, 918-336-0307. We're on State Highway 123, halfway between Bartlesville and Barnsdall. And I tell people all the time, whatever you do, don't try to find us with a GPS system. I guarantee you, you're going to get lost. <laughs> so we have people call us from the strangest places and saying, I, I thought we were here. And so, no, you're not close. Um, but uh, we would love to have you. This time of year during the summer, we're open Tuesday through Sunday uh, from 10 to 5. And um, come out anytime. We'd love to see you. All right. Well, Bob, thanks for being with me today. I've enjoyed it. You're a pleasure always. Absolutely. Thank you for coming out. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Well, this is Kelly Bland signing off for Osage in It. Y'all come see us in Osage County. Check us out online at visittheosage.com or download our handy-dandy Visit the Osage app, and y'all come see us where the smiles are always free. There we go.